the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm here also. And on today's show... Mining stocks soar because people don't know how to fucking spell. Uh, Bernie's mittens raise millions. Scientists can 3D print bones directly into our bodies. Finally, straight men and lesbians will know what it feels like. Hmm. China builds a great wall to protect against a sandy neighbor. Is Duncan? I see dead people. Hey, LMAO. And scientists say dropping acid can help with social anxiety. For example, for people who are being pressured into dropping acid. Yeah, perfect. And every time I have acid, uh, I'm not actually afraid of dropping it. Like, think of the cleanup. Miss Maxwell will strip you naked and hose you down. Uh, and it, is this better or worse than my usual avoiding anxiety method of getting sloppy drunk? Uh, it depends on what your end result is. You know, this didn't work well because uh, I think our, our back and forth was off. My method is not getting sloppy drunk. It's, uh, it's just not talking to anyone. I like that method, too. But also, sometimes it's like it's weird when you're in a public situation or not public in a social situation. You don't talk. I've been accused of being uh, um, stuck up, which <laughs> this is a very stuck up thing for me to say. I understand. But it seems like very lower class people say, oh, he's stuck up. <laughs> right? <laughs> but also not wrong. Also not wrong. <laughs> also not wrong. So maybe I'm not stuck up. I'm just a little elitist. They're like, oh, he must be stuck up. He probably eats at friggin' Olive Garden every week. <laughs> oh, I'll get a, better gets Applebee's twice a week. But from what I understand, if you eat riblets more than twice a week, um, you actually turn into a riblet when you die, which is good. Which probably will be soon because you'll diarrhea yourself to death within a few days. Exactly. And that you become the riblet. It's like it's, you know, you are what you eat. It's the circle of life. <laughs> the circle of Applebee's life. Simba, everything the riblet touches will be yours. <laughs> What's that dark place over there? That's the Applebee's bathroom. <laughs> We do not go there. So, Jason. Yes. How was your week? Uh, hmm. How was my week? Hmm. I don't know. Fine, I guess. Yeah. I don't know that I have anything really to report. Nothing really happened. Yeah. Didn't really do anything. Just went to work, taught the children's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In person. Came home. In person. Uh, we've got two kids who are on a quarantine for possible COVID exposure. So oh, that's good. nice. It's very exciting that mm -hmm. they were in my classroom. Luckily, they, uh, well, one of them's never in my classroom because they, they always miss school. Uh, and the other one sits literally almost, I think there's one seat that could possibly be further from me than where this kid sits. Uh, so I'm not super worried. Also, I'm not entirely sure that the child breathes while in the class because I'm not sure that they're actually alive. Oh, jeez. Because uh, they don't interact and, uh, as far as I know, don't uh, do anything. So, yes. not too concerned. I think I'll be okay. Uh, yeah. I think it should be good. Yeah. Um, I think last week I mentioned my boss is leaving, so I'm very upset about this. Mm -hmm. uh, and your boss hasn't left yet? No, leaves at the beginning of March. Oh, so. Okay. Well. But we do have we were we got the announcement of who our new boss will be, um, and it's a, it's a new person to that position. Oh, so but also it's a dude. Oh, and that will be different because thinking back, I haven't had a male boss since two thousand and two. Huh? Was the last time I had a, a male supervisor? That's a long time ago. It, it is. Uh, 
based on and my, it was only for a year. No, my, I guess two thousand three. Um, my previous male boss. I don't recommend it. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not overly. Uh, and the other problem is this guy used to be a social studies teacher. Mm. Uh, and so I don't need like, oh, well, you know how I'd do it if I were you. Right. He's like, cool, you're not me, and this isn't where you came from. So I'm not looking for it. But we've only got a few months left in school, and maybe yeah. I can find something over the summer and go somewhere else instead. He'll be like, my friends all say you're crazy. And you'll be like, yo, your friends don't even know me. <laughs> but, he lives in Willis, apparently. Oh, weird. Maybe, He's like maybe a neighbor. There's a chance he won't be a complete cunt sandwich. Uh, I don't know. He looks like he likes Applebee's. <laughs> oh, man. Probably gets that riblet platter. Probably gets no, the... No, he seems very nice. Uh, so I'm not like... I'm not super worried, except for the fact that my boss leaves me alone and lets me do my job. Uh, and right. I don't need someone to not do that. But I've heard that his... So he, he already works in the school. Uh, he's just in charge of a different grade level. Uh, and I've heard that his grade level really likes him. Okay. All right. So that bodes well, I guess. And one of the people that are like reports to him is like really critical. So if she likes him, I'm going to have to ask her about this. I haven't yeah. talked to her yet since it happened. So if she likes him, then I'll probably feel okay about it. Well, you have almost all of black history month to figure <laughs> it out. Actually, not almost all, all of Black History Month. I, I do so. have all of Black, yeah, yeah. Black History Month. <clears throat> That'll be good. I, I try to make, you know, my classes is early U.S. history. Uh, I try to be as inclusive as possible so that we aren't just doing it in February. Right. It's, that's, that's my goal. That's do, you my remember, goal. do you remember ever in school skipping over that? It was only a chapter, right, in the book, the Civil War. Like, well, we'll come back to that in February. We'll come back because we have to cover it in February anyway. They're all mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Here you go, grief. kids. Color this picture of Harriet Tubman. Consider yourself That's educated. The thing. It's always, yeah, it's always like what Harriet Tubman and Martin Luther King, and like that. That's it, right? And it was the same thing over and over again every yes. year. It's every not year, like it the got exact more, same thing. Yeah, not like it got more difficult or more not difficult, but more um, yeah. um, like information in depth. In depth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nope, same shit every year. Yeah. Occasionally you get to like sixth grade and they say something like Sojourner Truth. And you're like, what? Ooh. What's that? And they're just like, no, woman. no, we're just going to. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is totally fake. Yeah. Yeah. Like the they, they changed how she delivered that speech to make it seem more like she would have delivered it because she was like educated or like something to do. I can't remember exactly the, the story because I have had a few beverages. Um <laughs> A, but, like, like she, she would have been... What's that? Which beverages have you had? Uh, shot of tequila and two White's Claw. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, like, a Coles de sac. Um, <laughs> but, like, she she would have had, like, a very proper way of speaking based on, like, her, her history. Um, oh, no, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and so they, they like, you know, uh, dialected it up a bit to make it seem more... "Quote unquote appropriate." More for, like she was a character in a Mark Twain book. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Though the way you said that would indicate that Mark Twain wrote nasty characters, and in fact, he was very anti-slavery, and his characters were to point out the badness of slavery. So, right, I get that, but they talked with a certain dialect in his movie. <laughs> it it, his it was like scene. it was like they they made her talk like a servant of a current GOP member. <laughs> 
You're talking about Mitch McConnell, right? <laughs> yes, who, okay. who Mitch McConnell would like to have serving him. Right. That makes sense. Ugh. Got to cater to the whites, you know? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. This week is killing me, man. I can't, How was your week? Uh, well, I was just about to say, I, I can't. So remember, and I probably talked about this already last week, but you remember how hard it was to keep up with how much Trump, damage Trump was doing in his first couple weeks? Like uh-huh, it was just something uh-huh. new every day. I have a uh-huh. hard time keeping up with all the stuff that Biden is doing that's good. Like I can't, <laughs> that I like. And I keep seeing like news stories like, oh, well, uh, the one uh, where he's going to, he's bringing back um, maybe putting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Yeah, uh, I mean, so what they what Trump did was he slowed that down, and right. Biden's like, no, get her on the fucking twenty dollar bill. And right. I'm like, yes, get fucking Andrew Jackson off the twenty dollar bill because fuck that guy. Who who likes? Well, people like Andrew Jackson. Actually, Trump only idiots like Andrew Jackson. I'm pretty sure I heard this somewhere that um, Donald Trump had a picture of Andrew Jackson in the yeah. Oval Office, probably yeah. for uh, that Biden reason. Replaced it. Yeah, Biden replaced it with uh, Benjamin Franklin. It was right to, if you're looking at the Resolute desk, it was right to the right on the mm-hmm. wall. Uh, and Andrew Jackson is horrible. Yeah. Well, he know. was a populist. and mm-hmm. You know how those so, uh, Yeah, so of course Trump loved him because he's like, uh, I'm the new Andrew Jackson. It's totally fantastic. Uh, they're going to put me on the 20. That's what. That's why yeah. he delayed it because they thought they were going to put him on the 20. No, the twenty's not good enough. I want a million dollar bill, and I'll be on it. And well, if he'd stayed president, our dollar would be so weak they could put him on a million dollar bill. Because <laughs> we need like five million dollars just for exactly. some wonder bread. I don't know. We wonder know. if it's actually so, bread or just sawdust. I had to admit that the gas prices have not been better. Well, they've not been better since like two thousand seven, right? Like very early. Uh, they've been pretty stable for the past like. Number of months. Yeah, but they're like in the well, the number of months is what I'm saying. So under Trump, the gas prices were pretty stable and pretty good, like two dollars a gallon, two fifty at the most. Because remember back when they were like four dollars a gallon. And oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not giving Trump credit for this, but I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at, do you know it, why? Do you know why? Why? Do you know why? I guess it's cheap. Why? Fracking <clears throat> and and the oil sands from Canada that the Keystone Pipeline was going to bring. Right. But anyway, yeah. so I remember. <laughs> Um, ironically blaming Obama for the gas prices, right? Yeah, $4 a gallon. Thanks, Obama. You know, mm-hmm. so I'll ironically blame Trump for the $2 a gallon gas. <laughs> so uh, oh, other than that, um, I feel okay. So I feel, um, I was thinking, I was on a walk with dogs today, and I feel, I don't feel like I'm 37 years old at all. I still feel like Come I'm on. 27 years old. My body doesn't feel that way, but my mind does. <laughs> Like, I feel like I'm still, like, a young, like, I mean, I have a good job, you know. Things are relatively stable in my life, and, and um, I, but I still feel very young and inexperienced and immature. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, that's bullshit. Nobody at 27 feels like they are, you know, secure and confident in whatever it is that you just fucking said uh, a few seconds ago. Right, well, that's uh, what I'm saying. I don't, so you, so I don't, you don't feel like you're 27. You feel like you're 37. I know that I'm secure, and I know things are going well for me. But I I don't I don't feel that way. You know what I'm saying? No. <sighs> I feel like I'm 27 is all I'm saying. So I'm sitting here. Uh, I like trying new things. This is a separate topic here. I like trying new things, especially during the, you know, during staying inside or whatever. So uh-huh. I have on my desk right here two new things I'm going to try soon. There's one uh-huh. thing. It's uh, harissa. Have you ever heard of harissa? Nope. It's like this Middle Eastern spice. 
um, okay. that you add to like meat and stuff. All um, right. This was actually a product of what's well, it? it's a product of what's France. What's it taste like? Well, it doesn't taste like anything I've ever tasted before. It's kind of spicy, and okay. it just says like salsa picante or hot sauce on the outside of the package, but it's in it's mm. thick. It's in a tube. So Is it like from a, New York City? New York City. Well, it's got like a uh, it's like a paste. Okay. It's got and how do you use it? So you just like uh, use it in in cooking. Apparently, they use it. In, they I don't know which country. Uh, maybe North. Western Africa or something. Anyway, they use it in a lot like of Morocco. Yeah, yeah, like Moroccan cooking. Okay, they okay. use it in a lot of that. So I've got that, and then I've also got I'm, here something I'm trying: uh, uh, Modelo Chalada, which I Chalada, which I had never had before, like last week. It is a uh, oh, what is it like gelato? No, it is like Chalada. It's like a um, Bloody Mary, but it's a beer. Ah, uh, ooh. So it says, con sabores refrescantes de tomate, sal y limón. So, so I actually like so it. So Bloody Mary beer makes me think of a woman on her period sweating. <laughs> that is exactly what it tastes like, actually, now that you, think, now that you mention it. Okay. So it's like taint sweat of... Yeah. Uh, it's okay, peri- gotcha, period gotcha. taint sweat. Yeah, perfect. Gotcha. Gross. Gross. That does no, no. not sound appetizing to me. It's actually very good. It tastes just like a Bloody Mary, but it, it it's clear like a beer. It's crazy how they do it. Technology these days is amazing. I mean, that's the thing. I don't really care for tomato juice. I don't like beer. So this is definitely not my my ballpark. You know that you're not the only person listening to this. I yeah, can, but you're I talking. Can, you're talking to me. I can guarantee you that none of my other friends will like this. <laughs> <laughs> So I speak for the group. Yes, yes, you do. Actually, Katie might like it. I think Katie would like it because she likes beer and she likes um, Bloody Mary. So, you know. All right. Well, then most likely she would. Indeed. But she doesn't well, listen, so. <laughs> well, you should you should send her something. I, I told her about it already. She said she'll try it. Well, we should do an update if she tries it uh, so that we can find someone who also likes what you just said. Let's not do that. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I'll fine. keep drinking. It's a, we fucking won't then. It's a 40, you know. It's a big one, yeah. so I'll be drinking that. Well, I'm currently drinking nothing, so... Oh, well, cheers to you. <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to cheers us through email, you can send us an email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or you can tweet us at thehourpod. And if you'd like to become a Patreon subscriber... Oh, no, we're not doing that yet. Oh, no, no, we'll never do that, probably. We should do it just for funsies. <laughs> just maybe to see we'll if make we can get $10. Maybe. Hey, maybe I'd finally be able to buy that... Um, uh, that little thing to go behind my mic to keep the sound. The you know, we down. could we could we could do a thing that uh, anyone who becomes a subscriber will send them a Carl Dandleton uh, wristband. <laughs> you know, we I, bought those and we never. I got a few. No one ever got one. So funny. <laughs> no, your uncle got one. Yeah, that's right. We did send one to my <laughs> uncle. It was funny. So he uh, uh, was listening to the podcast, and a few weeks ago, I guess it was probably two weeks ago, I mentioned possibly being exposed to COVID oh, yeah. and not being happy. And I get this text, and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's okay. The It was all fake. She doesn't have COVID. She just wanted to not be at school. Yeah. And they tested her, and she's fine. He's like, okay. Well, I heard on the podcast, and I was like, okay, nope, I'm good. So. That's how your uncle gets updates on your life is from the podcast. No, I mean, we text a little bit here and there, too. Oh, that's good. Like, uh, so he, I mean, he works nights, so we often aren't necessarily awake and um, texting at the same time right, of the day. Right. 
you know, by the time he's getting up, I'm like winding down my day. Uh, right. Well, plus you're not one that keeps your phone with you all the time when you're at home. You set it on the counter and walk away from it. Yeah. So like right now, my my phone is upstairs on the counter charging. Crazy. So <laughs> absolutely nuts. I don't I, get a lot of I don't get a lot of texts. So no, that's not true. You do get a lot of texts. It's all, but no, no. I'm going to argue that because, because it's not a text to me. It's a group text. So I'm just saying we miss, we miss you sometimes in the group text thread. thread is well, saying. a lot of the group text is going on while I'm friggin' teaching. Well, that's true. I don't have a job where I just get to sit at a computer and group text. Right. I've got to answer questions like, what, what page are we on, Mr. Barry? What'd you say to do, Mr. Barry? Gosh, you love your job so much. I do. Aren't you so happy you became a teacher? I I am, actually. <laughs> it's because you don't have to answer group text all day. You're being very stuck <laughs> it, up about it. It is. I <laughs> I like to make reservations at Olive Garden, so, you know. <laughs> hey, call oh, so... Um, went through the drive-thru McDonald's, got a spicy McChicken, mm, so good, uh-huh. but beside the point, mm-hmm. the, the, the level of effort that this, this woman put into speaking at the drive, when I was at the drive-thru window was just, I mean, could not, like, she barely <laughs> opened her mouth, like, welcome to McDonald's, like, she was just like, mm. she sounded like the drive-thru equivalent of Billie Eilish. <laughs> because I'm convinced well, that when Billie Eilish sings, she doesn't. She just gets right next to the mic and barely opens her mouth. Well, she's shooting for a job as a uh, announcer on the New York subway. <laughs> right. Except for the, the announcers on the subway seem like they're screaming into that microphone, though. <laughs> uh, that's because the mic was made in, like, 1932. Oh, yeah. And they have to swallow it yeah. to talk into it. They do. Yeah. But anyway, well, Billie, no. Billie Eilish they're was told like... They have to swallow, but they really don't have to swallow. Oh, yeah, that's true. They were told that when they were 16 by their first boyfriend. Thanks. But anyway, <laughs> Billie Eilish is like, I had a dream. I got everything I want. Right? I I don't know. Okay, but that's... It, I, our, don't, I don't listen to any of her songs. Our below 40 listeners would understand. <laughs> With those zillennials? Zen- zen- <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck they call them, they'll get it. Yeah. So anyway, on with the uh-huh. show, shall we? Well, we got some updates. Oh, good. Uh, because I've been listening and have you know done the updating Ooh. thing. Uh, so in episode one twenty one, slurp noise. Uh, I mon- mentioned wanting two monitors. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, I now have two monitors. Wow. I did it. I did the thing. Actually, uh, so I've got two monitors on my work computer where I teach from. Uh, and then I got a very like big widescreen monitor for my regular computer because I can't fit two on currently. Um, but I do now have two monitors. So very you, nice. you te- when you teach, you sit behind a computer and, and two screens. Uh, when I was teaching from home. Yes. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. So when we were doing the virtual thing, uh, I had two screens so I could have like my notes or, you know, my things that I needed to look at so I could reference, you know, look at this box and do this thing. Uh, so I'd have that up on one screen and then I'd have like my chat, like my, my Google meet on the other screen so I could see right. everyone. Oh, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Unless it was eighth graders because eighth graders do not turn on their cameras. It's just me staring at a bunch of avatars or icons or oh whatever. Oh my gosh. My daughter's teacher, even with the, the first graders, she's like, if I don't see you, if your camera's not on, I will mark you absent. I will not tell you again. So I would like to do that, but yeah. I was told I can't do that's, that. That's so. dumb. 
And that's why we're having the problem. The seventh graders are fantastic. They all like to, you know, have their cameras on and see each other. And I mean, not all of them, but a good portion of them do. Enough that I don't feel like I'm just staring and talking to myself. Right. The eighth graders don't even respond. I ask a question and I'm like, there's 50 of you in this meet. Someone fucking say something. Right. And then I just sit there silently waiting. And I'm like, hey, I've got 90 minutes. If you want to make this class last 90 minutes, I will sit and wait. <laughs> that is fine with fucking me. Okay. You want to get out of here in 45? Answer my goddamn question. Yeah. It's not that hard. Anyway. <laughs> So I got the two screens. Uh, also in episode 121, uh, we're talking about messenger pigeons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we were wondering about how it worked, and I made a, a guess on how it works. And so messenger pigeons could be, quote, unquote, programmed uh, to fly home from a specific, you know, from a, wherever they were at to a specific place. Uh, so basically, like, they would train them to fly back to where they're supposed to fly to, which is kind of what we were talking about. I think that's kind of what we boiled it down to. Uh, the unfortunate side of this is that you manually had to transport like large amounts of pigeons to wherever it is you wanted to send messages from. Oh, so, so they didn't have one pigeon delivering the message. No, they, they had a whole bunch hoping that one would make it. Okay. So like, all right, this one's going to give my cat. Uh, the Germans are going to shoot that one. Uh, so maybe this one will make it through. That's that's see that's why I send so many texts just so maybe one will get through to somebody. You yeah, know? yeah, ex ex exactly. <laughs> uh, well, incidentally, also in, related to that. Um, oh, oh, oh! What oh, done? I, I accidentally deleted the slide. Uh -huh. uh, I had a whole thing about how messenger pigeons went extinct. Oh. But I accidentally deleted it. Basically, uh, it was like a few different things that happened. A lot of it had to do with habitat loss. Uh, and then also they were kind of in the decline anyway. But I had like a whole list of like the last known pigeons that were killed. <laughs> they had names. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what? I don't have it on the slide. But I have it on my notes. So I'm just oh. Gonna, I'm going to look right here. So in 1914, the passenger pigeons went extinct. Uh, the last known female pigeon was named Martha, and she died in the Cincinnati Zoo. And according to the Audubon I'm Society. Sorry. The Cincinnati what? The Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, according to the Audubon Society, the extinction was due to the fact that the birds traveled in large flocks, making them very vulnerable to predators and other issues. Uh, at the same time, their nesting grounds were being disrupted, uh, and le and then there was, like, overkill going on. And so this all, like, just kind of worked together to, you know, fuck it all up. But a 2014 study said that the passenger pigeon population was already in a natural decline, um, and we just kind of pushed them over the edge. So Okay, cool. Well, you'd think if you push a pigeon over the edge, they can fly, but I guess not. Well, you know, a pigeon's not going to fly unless it absolutely has to. <laughs> It'll just drop to the ground and die. Yeah, yeah I was like, eh, I can, I can make this. It's like an eighth grader <laughs> being asked, like an eighth grader being asked a question in class, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I was like, just like, die. I'm not going <laughs> to, yeah. So... Uh, and then also on episode 122, Riblets 2, All You Can Eat, mm. uh, I mentioned that we were going to run through our data. We were talking about Comcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Turns out I totally ran through our data. Really? Uh, and so so Becky called Comcast to see about getting, like, an unlimited data plan. And they were like, yeah, you can do that, but you have to get our modem. Bullshit. And she's like, why the fuck do I need your modem? Incorrect. Uh, and, and then the guy was like, I mean, you don't have to, but if you don't, we're going to charge you more for that. <sighs> 
And she's like, why the fuck would it cost me more to use my own equipment? Uh, and so, like, it all came down to this thing where they basically said, well, you know, the price includes the modem, which is this part, this much a month. And she's like, all right, well, then I don't want the modem and you should just charge me the remaining amount. And she, like, spent a lot of time yelling at Comcast and they basically were like, nope, not going to do it. So this is why I had a choice this is why this- when I'm moving. I had a choice between Comcast or Xfinity, whatever, and AT&T. And I hate both of them. But uh, it turns out, because I hate them just about equally, um, that paying $10 a month more to AT&T was not worth it to me. So I'm sticking with, with Xfinity. Well, I mean, was AT&T like fiber or was it their DSL Well, shit? it was it was AT&T fiber. Um, oh. And again, they were telling me that I had to get my own or I had to get their modem. And there was no way mm-hmm. to order it without it, which I don't know enough about fiber. I guess I could have researched it. But I already have my own modem and, and Wi-Fi router and stuff. For yeah. cable, so but now you don't. Now they're charging me forty dollars for installation when they don't even have to come into my apartment. I don't. They yeah, don't have what any are equipment. They fucking installing. Fuck these fuckers. God damn it. Pisses me off. I hate him so much. Uh, I, I uh, wrote a scathing because they were like, "Tell us how we're doing." I was like, <laughs> I, I "Fucking will. horrible." Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, also on that episode 122, Riblet's All You Can Eat, uh, we're talking about John Philip Sousa marches, and I mistakenly, I guess this is a correction, not a update, uh, but I said that there were like 78 Sousa marches when I was talking about the uh, Sousa alarm on WRCJ 90.9 FM, mm-hmm. uh, and in fact, there are 136 yeah. uh, John Philip Sousa marches. All right. Well, I'm glad everyone was waiting with uh, bated breath for that one. Hey, I like to be uh, eventually detailed. Ah. Uh, also, there was a mistake in that episode. Oh, After really? our Applebee's review, uh, you had left the I Can Fix It audio. And so we're just talking, and there's the I Can Fix It music going over it. Listen, so. I'll, I'll apologize on her behalf, but um, Callie is my audio engineer, um, and she's the one who left. I didn't leave it. You know, we should, it. we should probably let her go. <laughs> she just looked at me. <laughs> she heard you, I'm sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, one, uh, one more trip to the listener. vet. Uh, that's it. Ooh, letting her go at the vet—that's something completely different. <laughs> <That's> something different. <laughs> uh, we also had some uh, listener feedback. Mm. Uh, Becky, let me know. We did that story about the monkey picking. I don't know. Was it coffee or something? Yeah, everyone loves a monkey. Yeah, uh, and and how there were companies that PETA was pissed off about it because you know they weren't getting fair pay or something. I don't know. Uh, well, apparently Target will not sell the products anymore. So, What's the difference between that and keeping cows in a pen and, and killing them for meat? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure PETA's against that as well. Yes, I, yes they are. But Target's still going to sell some beef. So I don't, I don't know how PETA is so um, popular and powerful. They're not a good they're, – they're not good. I mean, they're, they're headed in the right direction. They're just so radical in getting us there that I, they're just – they give us. They a have bad the name. right idea, but they're not great. I, there's this whole scandal about like PETA funding like euthanasia of dogs or something ridiculous. Yeah, which is completely counterintuitive. And but. that's like when when the the conservatives, like the, just the rando conservative, um, I say middle of the road conservative because that's where our country is, and they're not centrist. They're actually conservatives. Anyway. Point of the story is when they think about like, oh, how bad the liberals are. The the first is like they hate for some reason they can't uh, stop thinking about um, um, Kate, Caitlyn Jenner 
Can't stop <laughs> thinking about her. I don't even know what to call her anymore. Uh, her name. How about that? And then <laughs> um, they hate PETA. Like, those Caitlyn are the- Jenner's a fucking conservative. I know. I know. Pretty they, sure Trump supporter. So they, like, they can't oh. get her out of their minds. And then PETA too. They can't get PETA out of their minds either. Like those are the first two they go to. With how our, company, our country's falling apart. And then the school is yeah. blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they're just giving us a bad name as, as liberals. Fair enough. I'm Fair sorry. Enough. There's a little moth near my... I, I just heard that. I was like, Got what it. the fuck is that? I caught it. It's fine. Good job. I killed it, Good Peter. Job. I killed it. Peter, I killed a moth. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you're really digging down deep on that one. <laughs> Speaking of digging down deep, <laughs> I don't want to hear about your sex life. <laughs> the stocks of a local mining company from Australia oh. Oh. skyrocketed this week. Skyrocketed. So what? They came to ground level? Uh, yeah, because it's from Australia. Um, well, I, I was mean because it's a mining company. Oh, I get it. Okay. If you skyrocket in a mine, you just come to ground level. I think in Australia, if you skyrocket a mine, you just go to the center of the earth, right? Because everything's upside down. <laughs> so they skyrocketed this week. Because its name on the stock exchange is very similar to that of a major U.S. retail chain named GameStop. GameStop. I'm sure everyone's Aww. heard about the GameStop thing and how, the, how ah. Reddit is, like, changing the, the I don't know, changing the face of the, of the climate on Wall Street or whatever. They're, they're fucking over hedge fund managers. And, I know. You know. I'm okay with that. Oh, no. My billions. Oh. <laughs> I lost $20 billion because GameStop went up, and I bet it was going to go down. And I only have $5 billion left. I mean, I guess there's a lot of retirement funds that use hedge funds and whatever for, you know, grandma's retirement or whatever. But, like, fuck them. Right. Like, seriously, fuck them. I Hedge funds, betting I on— I think it's fantastic. Betting on a company going under is, is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Screw <laughs> you. You should be helping make something. Like, help— Help a company. Right. Invest in a company you think deserves to continue. Right. And just let these Don't other bet companies. Don't going to lose so that you make money. Like, yeah. Now you're just a douchebag. If you want to do that, go to fucking Vegas. If you want to be a douchebag, go to Vegas. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, <laughs> I will stand by that statement. I have been to Vegas. so <laughs> No, I don't. I don't disagree with you on that one. It's actually my enjoyment of Vegas is basically where the Australian mines are. To go up, I would have to go to the center of the earth. Do you that you can jump off the stratosphere? You can do that if you want in Vegas. I mean, that would be better because then I would hit the ground and I wouldn't have to be in Vegas anymore. (laughs) It'd be funny if you didn't know that there was like a bungee jumping thing. It's not bungee, you don't spring back. You just It's like one of those like uh rip cords or whatever. Yeah, you call whatever it. Like they call it's either point. You, yeah. It's a big the, swing. The aforementioned Katie that we that I I've never mm-hmm. mentioned on the show, I don't think, but now I'm mentioning her twice ah, on an episode. I think you have actually. Have so yeah. she jumped off the stratosphere like that and did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. Did she enjoy it? Was oh, it fun? she's, oh, she loves shit like that. Yeah. She's gone awesome. skydiving awesome. and all that stuff. You could it was so funny because like it's it's very, very tall. So you, you mm-hmm. see her up there, right? And then you see her, and all you heard was just like, uh, from not being able to hear her at all, to hear her screaming at the top of her lungs as she descended. It was very funny. <laughs> like screaming coming out of nothing. It was, I don't know. It's very good. <laughs> well, GME Resources, a small nickel and cobalt exploration company in Western Australia, mm. uh, had its shares suddenly jump more than 50% to 12 cents a share. <laughs> 
on Thursday, <laughs> which is their highest level since 2018. Wow. Here's a penny stock I can get behind. <laughs> right? According to CNN, hey, uh-huh. go ahead. You. No, no, go. According to CNN, GameStop stock has recently skyrocketed thanks to young traders who coordinated their efforts on Reddit. This reportedly led groups of investors to buy thousands of shares in the locally listed GME by mistake. What is GameStop's, I wonder? Uh, GMS? Yeah. Or... Let's see. Well, somebody should look it up. It's not going to be me. <laughs> also, I'm not going to. It's going to be me. I'm not going to stop while you're looking it up either. It's just going to be uh... silence. Apparently, it's also GME. Really? I oh, think because I, this is on the New York not Stock Exchange. Up, yeah, so they made it's the same thing, but it's on a different stock exchange, uh, and so they just uh, they did a thing. So it closed today at three twenty five, three hundred twenty five dollars. GameStop up sixty seven percent just today. Yeah. Uh, Holy cow! And so yesterday it had a big dip down to one ninety. Those companies stopped people from trading it, which like. <laughs> Really? Fuck those companies. Seriously, like, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, then it bounced back to 325. Uh, I have some friends who uh, who are in on this and, and currently have a sizable amount of money thanks to the rise in the price. That is that is absolutely. I so And, and I'm like, fucking sell it, dude. Nothing gives me more anxiety, I, th- I don't think. Well, besides, you know, groups of people and like, you know thinking about things that happened in the past. Besides those things, <laughs> uh, nothing gives me more anxiety than thinking about losing a ton of money in the stock market or gambling. It's the, it's all the same to me, gambling. Yeah. Like, okay, so well, I guess... let's say you get on Reddit, right? And uh-huh. Reddit says, okay, we're going to... Reddit says, there's a post on Reddit that says, we're going to take this specific stock and we're going to all buy it tomorrow. Is everybody uh-huh. on... Is everybody ready? And they all buy it. And they all buy it at the same time and they buy it when it's very low and then it goes up because everyone buys it. Mm-hmm. Like that, I mean, that sounds like a sure thing to me. But whenever you say it's a sure thing about the stock market, it never is. So uh, I guess these these friends of mine... Uh, they, once it went up, they sold enough shares to cover the cost of what they spent. Uh, oh, that's smart. Very smart. So they're not going to, so they're not going to lose any money, anything at this point that they sell, uh, they'll make money on it because they've recouped their costs. And um, how much, like I've, I've heard of people putting thousands and thousands of dollars into this. They've got like $30,000 now. <laughs> wow. Like fucking sell it. So this, this sounds a bit like, insider trading though not insider trading but you know what i'm saying it sounds I mean, like it should be illegal it's, it's, it's market manipulation for sure but this is what hedge fund people do as well right yeah, they, yeah they're just doing it out in public on reddit saying this is what i'm going to do right and then everyone's like cool i will do that too and you know it's it, it the only problem is it's not rich fuckers doing it uh, and it's actually fucking over these rich fuckers right. so like and that's why everyone's like clutching their pearls on CNBC. Like, go to hell, right? Eat the rich. <laughs> Completely agree. Unless I'm the rich, so. in which case, don't eat me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I had invested in GameStop three days ago or a week ago or whatever. That's pro- here's was... the thing, though. You. Uh, here's the thing. Like, somebody's gonna get fucked over by this. Someone who bought like in the past day, and they've now bought stock at like two hundred dollars a share. And they're going to be like the last one holding the bag when everyone sells it, right? So, so yeah. But well, I mean, I yeah. guess here's the thing: if they're only buying like a share or two to kind of make a point, I mean, they're they're out some money maybe. 
but not that much. So I guess it depends on when they bought in and, you know, what it all means. Because uh, the thing is, uh, part of the the thing is that the people having to buy the shares are the hedge fund managers. Because when you short a stock uh, to, like, make up your costs, you end up having to buy that stock. Oh, okay. So that's, like, kind of, like, reinforcing. Like, so they, they're shorting the stock, then all the people are buying the stock, so then they have to buy it, too. And so they may be the ones that end up having to hold the bag. So Okay. Well, know. that'd be fine, too. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. So uh, if it fucks over Wall Street, I'm totally fine. In the past, when I have um, I've heard about something like this, it's always too. By the time you hear about it, by the time it's on the news, it's pretty much too late. Yeah. Uh, Like with uh, what was that one? I mean, I guess if you bought yesterday at like one ninety three, you would have made one hundred dollars a share. Right. So that'd be neat. I mean, at this point, I think it's too late. Well, that's what I, where I was going with it. Is like once I don't, it wasn't too late as of this morning. If the stock went up by a hundred and some percent, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess the question is, what's next? Uh, so maybe we can get in on that. Sure. Uh, James Sullivan, GME's managing director, told Sydney Morning Herald that he was baffled after seeing the firm's share prices rise over fifty cents. When I opened my share tracking app. And I saw it was 9.4 cents. Oh, I was stunned, he said. It just went bang. And I thought, well, what's going on here? <laughs> the accent. Is there something about my own company that I don't know? I don't know. Do I know? Uh, I don't so know. incidentally, the, the stock price jumped from 7 cents to 12 cents. Uh, uh, Australian, Australian wings, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's like, <laughs> he's like, it's usually 7 it's 9.5. <laughs> What's that about? Core blimey. I need a, I need a Foster's. Someone <laughs> give me a blooming onion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so GameStop went from $17 on January 1st to $347 yesterday before falling to $193 as of, well, $347 two days so, ago, $193 yesterday. Yeah. Right. So I typed this assuming that we were going to record yesterday, and right, then we right. pushed it off a day. So everything's off a day, and now it's back up to one uh, three twenty-five today. So, man, so I mean, there you go. Game is it, it going to dip again, or is it going to come back? Like you just don't know. I mean, at some point, it's going to it's going to go back down. It's, right. The the bubble will correct back to the normal price. Right. I would assume. I assume it will too. But there are other stocks now that that they are talking about. Um, I know they're talking about like Bed Bath and Beyond and yeah. Macy's and yeah. somewhere else I don't remember. But right, and it's not like they're they're like investing in these companies that were you know have never been popular. They they're investing in like these once once very powerful popular companies. Yeah. that are just going bankrupt because of the of the pandemic or yeah. or mismanagement. And so you have all these assholes on bro- on Wall Street short selling them, and so they're like, all right, well let's fuck over these assholes. Exactly, I love yeah. fucking a, a good asshole. Uh, That came out weird Uh, Speaking of Bernie Sanders (laughs) I don't know what that means But I don't I don't think Bernie's an asshole No And here's why Because Mm -hmm. Bernie's mittens Have helped to raise 1.8 million dollars In the last five days For charitable organizations In Sanders' home state of Vermont Uh, The sum comes from sales of merchandise With the January 20th image Of him sitting uh, at the inauguration, <laughs> everyone has seen it. We don't have to describe it. No, I we don't have to describe it. I just I loved every and I still love them. There's I still see some coming up. 
Um, I saw one just before we started recording that Ian McKellen posted. Yeah. And it's a picture of him as Gandalf sitting like in the Shire or something with Bernie Sanders next to him. <laughs> nice. So I saw one nice recently. I can't remember thing. if I sent it to you or not, but it's him sitting in the uh, the captain's chair of the Enterprise D. Nice. And it says, nice. make it so, shillism. <laughs> That's a good one. One of my students, uh, since, you know, they don't turn on their cameras, all I see is their little icon. Uh, one of my students has the Bernie picture, and I'm like, nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. it. Makes me laugh. Uh, the merchandise includes T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, uh, and they're all on his campaign website Thursday night. Uh, the first run sold out in less than 30 minutes. So, wow. there you go. Jade and I were amazed by all the creativity shown by so many people over the last week, and we're glad we can use my internet fame to help Vermonters in need, Sanders said. Uh, well, Sanders' mittens were made by Jen Ellis, a Vermont, Vermont elementary school teacher uh, who has a side business of making mittens out of recycled wool because she's a teacher and obviously does not get paid enough. <laughs> she's got to have that sign hustle. And, of course, Bernie would, would um, support a teacher's sign hustle because that's, you know... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get you paid more. I can't at this time because the Republicans. But I'll do something. I'll buy you. I'll buy some mittens. What? What are they? Two dollars? I'll buy them. Uh, <laughs> Ellis said on social media over the weekend that Sanders called to her to tell her the mittens, uh, uh, the mitten frenzy uh, had raised an enormous amount of money for Vermont charities. And I don't. So again, I don't have a source for this at all. But I'm pretty sure he's had those gloves for a couple of years now. Someone said. Um, uh, yeah, I thought I heard a thing that it's like actually been a number of years. He's just had them for a while. <laughs> and also she uh, started making more mittens just to sell them like for charity. Nice, nice. Well, Getty Images confirmed oh, that they yeah. will be donating its proceeds uh, as part of the licensing agreement uh, to put the photo on merchandise to Meals on Wheels of oh, America. Okay. I thought Getty so. Images was that guy that attacked the uh, Capitol. He was the one that was holding the – never mind. <laughs> It's a dumb joke. Do, do you remember that? Where people were like, the the people that were like praising this guy for walking out with the speaker's podium. Um, oh, that guy. Because it said Getty <laughs> Images on the picture. They thought his name was Getty Images. <laughs> I, I missed that one. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, some guy on um, on Twitter did a whole thing about how the Avengers characters would have reacted to the January 6th riot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they had that guy matched up with um, Iron Man. And so they had this whole thing about him taking a podium. He's like, well, actually, it's a lectern. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, like takes it from him. And like there's a whole Hulk thing. But it was written very well, very in a very Tony Stark kind of way. Right. What? What's happening? What kind of electronic voice are you listening to? So that was my watch suddenly thinking that I wanted it to send a text to someone. Oh. Uh, about the riot. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. Bro, that's uh, the FBI right there. You better you better log off or something. They're coming for you. What are they going to do? Come for me for saying that they should arrest all these people? <laughs> well, yeah, they're going to come for you for saying they're not doing their jobs. No, I didn't say they weren't doing their jobs. So we want to know. We wanted to know what was happening and the inter the inner circles of Reddit, and how these these Reddit geniuses were fucking over the stock market and Wall Street and what they were yes, doing. How 
what is what is going on? How are they destroying billions of dollars of poor hedge fund managers for just a few billion dollars a day? You can you can help a hedge fund manager. Uh, no, fuck them. Fuck them. Right. So we wanted to see what these Reddit geniuses were doing and how they were able to manipulate the the uh, the stock market. And so we we took the top post of the last week on uh, the Wall Street bets subreddit which is what they say is like the one that's you know bringing wall street down or whatever so the mm-hmm, top mm-hmm. one uh the post says upvotes are everyone sees we got support and it's a it's a screenshot of a tweet from phase banks robin hood legitimately hid nok amc gme and nakd from search internet psychology 101 this will only make things worse for you wall street Things are getting blown the fuck up today. Take all the cash you can afford to lose and buy, buy, buy. So buy, it sounds buy, like they're, buy. <laughs> they're going with the uh, the in sync nuclear option <laughs> of uh, of being willing to lose cash. It sounds like right. So, so uh, we like, figured it's we fine. Would, lose the cash; it's no big deal. We would dramatically read some of the top um, the top level comments. Um, yes, on the so. So, for example, uh, this this makes me more eager to fuck them over. Fucking Robin Hood joining in now. We still going to rocket ship emoji, rocket ship emoji, rocket ship emoji. Lemme pooping dumplings one day ago. Ten and a half thousand upvotes, by the way. (laughs) That's a lot of upvotes. Jab116 says... I smell a class action. 4,200 upvotes. I haven't been able to use the search function today. Type any letter and get an air message. Derpington Herpsworth. 4,100 upvotes. Hop on Fidelity, says Milk Powder 44. Exactly. Their best option would be to let this ride and stay out of the way. They're poking the bear. Cherry and the white. Wait, can we, before you collapse this, the next comment down from that uh, says, Attention, autists from Europe, not autists. This is all caps. Autist from Europe. We can still buy these stocks. It's crucial to buy them now to save our fellow American astronauts and to stick it to the Melvin. European autists, buy now. Buy the dip. Soon we are going to the moon and above. This is the final resistance. The shorts will have to cover. Four rocket ship emojis. Parentheses. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just a retard. Don't listen to me. And parentheses. (laughs) Uh, offensive. <laughs> uh, well, if calling someone an autist wasn't offensive enough, he then used the R word, which is good. And that was by Itanimolifoli uh, or something. Itanimolitonmi. I tan I mully Tommy ton me. Some, some of the, so that has 7,700 folks. Oh. Some of these uh, are like reading um, vanity plates. Like, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that say? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's move on. Streisand affect anyone? Uh, laughing my ass off. With Pluto, boys. Holy fuck. Edit. It take 
it will take Melvin at least one six. Nope. Scratch that 1.4 days to close. Do not buy any of their fucking bullshit. Hold edit. Number two, this is required reading on wall street today. Edit three. I'm all in and holding. Fuck you. Wall street. Fidelity is working. Tell everyone. If all GME shares hold share price will share price is infinite. Melvin has unlimited loss potential on GME. We are literally naming any price we want. Melvin has unlimited loss potential. Question, question, question. Percent point? <laughs> Short interest on naked shorts. They don't expire on GME. They cannot escape if no GME shares sell. Share price will go up infinitely if all GME shares only hold and never sell. I'm not a financial advisor. I am a retard holding to infinity and the government bailout. Come retire! Fuck you, Wall Street. How's that for required reading? You are the people responsible for allowing the pandemic to kill all, uh, kill off all of our useless eaters just because we asked for health care. I will never stop holding ever. Holding them accountable. Holding them until bailout. Who's too big to fail now? The more you try to suppress me, the harder I'll go, motherfuckers. I can ride this bot all day. Let's go. You will never drown me. Out, it's fucking on. Tell everyone, help me, please. Trying to do exit. So that is docs. Uh, was this smurfalicious, but spelled in a very weird way? Yeah, spelled with a ph. A- edited thirty-four minutes ago. That was quite the the J.R.R. Tolkien of uh, posts here. That was like 90 percent in all caps too. It was. That was. It was a lot. It was a lot. So the the underscore Rhino 22 says, by prohibiting users from increasing their position, Robinhood is instilling fear and subliminal... Let me try that word again. Subliminally encouraging investors to sell. This is blatant manipulation. And then there's a link. I filed a formal complaint with the SEC. Would like to encourage you to do the same. 398 votes. Robinhood, steal from the poor. Make sure the rich don't get robbed from here for boob picks. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough. So we should, we should, there's a couple of vocabulary words since we're teaching you Reddit. A couple of vocab words you need to know about. So dox, to dox someone is mm-hmm. um, to like identify them online and give out their personal information, like their name, their address, their phone number, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. gotcha. And there was another one. What did it, what did here for boob picks say again? Uh, here for boob pics. Um, oh fuck! No, sorry. that's not what he said. I'm, I'm or, too, or I'm she, too sorry. old. I'm, I'm pushing the wrong button. Oh, we're, oh, here for boob pics said Robin Hood steal from the poor. Uh, make oh. sure the rich don't get robbed. So the Robin Hood, that's the app that is shutting down. Yes, the people. Yeah, it's stopping people from uh, trading. From trading because... these, not all stocks, but just these specific stocks. Yeah, these so... specific ones. Google had to go in and delete like a hundred thousand one star reviews from their app store for for this Robinhood app. Anyway, why would they delete them? I mean, I would say that that is a fair review if they're like fucking around. Right. Okay. I want to read one more. Are you ready? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So real Sean H says, "Now this shit is personal for us. They really think we give a single shit about being broke. We were born in the poor, molded by it." We like the stonk. Buying more GME at open. Let's get this bag. Edit. I literally don't care if my GME position is worthless at the end of this. I want to destroy these Wall Street fucks after literal decades of them destroying us normies. A small price to pay for salvation. There's a link. I don't know what that says. Edit two. I'm not a financial advisor, only a part-time trader and full-time autist. I like the stock. 
I don't get why they're calling each other autists. I mean, I know what, what autistic is. I don't know why they're calling each other that and themselves that. Yeah. It's very weird. So we were born in the poor molded by it was, of course, a reference to, uh, at least for the older, our older listeners, uh, basically you and our uncle and your uncle. <laughs> uh, born in the poor molded by it is a Batman reference to Bane, that character. And then mm-hmm. Stonk. Stonk is like from a meme. Um where it's like this this like computer animated looking guy looking at something and there's like you know the little stock line that looks like it's going up and it mm-hmm. just says stonks on it. So I think also Elon Musk did a tweet on Wednesday that said hashtags game stonk. Right, cuz I well he's he is of the internet uh um people as well. So I have no. I wonder which one of these guys is he really? He's a fucking rich asshole. I know, like, but he gets on. He knows about the internet. He gets on it, right? So I wonder which one of these fuckers he is. Do you think he's like PM me for boob pics? Do you think he's that guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely uh, here for Derpington Hemsworth. <laughs> okay, well, this has been your your lesson in Reddit. But anyways, that was just. Uh, the Reddit. the redditors that are causing some sort of revolution right now. <laughs> but this is so this isn't something that is necessarily uh bad. Like it, it sounds like it's bad for some people, but this isn't like, you know, people taking over the the US Capitol. But it's it's for me the weird part of it, about it is it's the same energy and it's the same it is the same exact type of of thing that caused the Capitol riots online or uh, the planning of the Capitol riots online. It's the same type of people. It's the same, um, you know, all caps and, and just all this posturing and stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy to me that, that you can just go online and, and be heard by thousands, millions of people. Yeah. Not I mean, me, not us. I not don't this know. Podcast. So the thing, <laughs> the thing is, though, I feel like the, the Wall Street thing at least has a little bit more justification. Well, I mean, no, no, I'm going to take that back. has a lot more justification. Like, the people oh, yeah. who stormed the Capitol are a bunch of loons who are being fed bullshit about it being fake. Right, Whereas but... the people who are fucking over Wall Street, like, Wall Street has fucked us over for years. Yeah. And it's just them finally finding a way to, like, fuck them over. Right. So... I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not all... The, I mean, Wall Street is the reason we had the 2008 financial crisis like it wasn't people hanging out here it was these ridiculous things they created which were worth nothing and then trickled and destroyed the whole economy so and like, that's when the occupy wall street thing happened right after 2008 2009 yeah exactly mm-hmm. and, that kinda and then kind of like faded yeah faded out well because <laughs> they started like because people were setting up tents yeah you know they were occupying wall street literally that and they were like taking like uh fire hoses to their tents and stuff weren't they the police were. yeah they were being like big douchebags yeah anyway well i I hear they're going back to wall street and occupying again too but it's probably just the winter time that they don't want to sleep in tents yeah and it sounds like these guys are not are are totally fine with like losing money they're like i i don't expect to get this money back i'm gonna do my little part and if we all like are willing to lose a little bit of money to make some asshole lose $20 billion. Like, cool. Right. Well, if every single person who upvoted that top post, 10.5 or 10 and a half thousand people, everyone put in a hundred dollars. I mean, that's already a ton of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's good. I like it. Indeed. Um, 
So speaking of, speaking of fucking things, or putting a bone in it, mm. a team. Uh, at, oh, oh do you want to do it? No, no, you 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 go ahead. No, I'm a socialist. I'm going to let you do it. Actually, nope, if we're socialists, I'm sharing we'll do it the world together. with you. Okay, thank oh, you. Okay, yes. So a team at the University of New South Wales in Sydney, Australia. Oh, good. Has developed a ceramic ink that can be 3D printed at room temperature with live cells and without harsh, harsh chemicals. chemicals. Yeah, no harsh chemicals. No harsh chemicals. It's like it's like friggin' organic. Zero harsh chemicals. The new technique could eventually be used to print bone directly into a patient's body, the researchers say. I'm so happy, mm. by the way, that we get to hear our Australian accents again. I'm very happy. <laughs> a lot of Australian accents. And this one's about boning, so, Ooh. you know. Uh, in contrast to previous materials, our technique offers a way to print construct uh, constructs which mimic the structures and chemistry of bone. Says study co-author Iman Rouhani, a bioengineer at the UNSW's School of Chemistry. Nice. 3D printed bone tissue has plentiful medical and research applications. Modeling what? bone no disease. I know. Drug screening. What? Studying bone's unique microenvironment and perhaps most notably repairing damaged bone in cases of trauma, cancer, or other illnesses. I would have loved a 3D printed bone to go in where my collarbone was broken instead of having to have like multiple surgeries. Cause it's yeah, they still just take the bone out completely and, put <laughs> right. a new one and just print a new one in there. Perfect. Because it's still got like a lump and stuff. Like it's, it's never going to go away. It, you can see it uh, when I have my shirt off, which is almost never. I mean, here's the problem. Uh, they're, they're 3D printing this fucking bone. They run out of magenta bone and they can't print anything. <laughs> I bet the ink is actually cheaper than inkjet ink. And they're like, fuck this. I just want to print black and white. And they're like, no, you're fucking out of magenta. You, you can't print anything. Sorry, we can tell you refilled the cartridge with uh, bootleg bone ink. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not It's not genuine brother ink. It's, uh, you know, whale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the current standard for repairing bone is a graft. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Harvesting bone like from another... Like XY graph? Yeah. No, graft with a T. You didn't, oh. didn't pronounce the T. Oh. oh, oh. Is that like Coles de Sac and White's Claw? Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. All right. So, um, harvesting bone from another part of the patient's own body. Unfortunately, grafts are like giraffes. Is that what it says? They have really long necks? Uh, yes, they do. Uh, you have changed the slide Ooh. on me, and I can't I, I see what it is I accidentally clicked. I apologize. I what apologize. in the holy harvesting bone from another part of the patient's own body? Unfortunately, grafts are associated with high rates of infection and don't work if the needed amount of bone material is too large. That's what she said. Yeah. You need eight inches of bone, and really, you're only going to get five. <laughs> well, <laughs> he told you you're going to get eight inches, and it's really it's like three and a half. Yeah, it's it's not going to work out. Yeah. Uh, the technique called COBIX, which means ceramic omnidirectional bioprinting and cell suspensions, Hot. can be adapted to 3D printers like portable handheld printers to be taken into the surgical room. You know, they have little uh, 3D printing pens. Have you seen these? Uh, yes, I have. They've yeah. got mm-hmm. the, little, the little string of plastic that comes out of the top of it, and you just literally, it heats it up enough to melt it, and you, like, paint with it you can do it's really freaking cool somebody i saw somebody did like a whole car that way and i want one for my child but i probably won't get one until never 
So anyhow, the team is currently designing a bath to print larger samples. I don't know why it needs to take a bath. It could just take a shower. But a bath to to print larger samples and has begun small animal tests to see if a print can repair a large wound as effectively. Yeah, like this fucking squirrel, uh, he was in a wad, and we had to take out part of his leg, uh, so we're going to 3D print him a little bone. We had to amputate his tail, and, uh, well, you know what a squirrel is without a tail, so we 3D printed him another tail, but it's uh, really creepy because it ain't got any fur on it, it's just, uh, you know, looks like a bone tail. Anyway. And they want to get him some, you know, fur tail, but, you know, fur is murder. <laughs> Even for a squirrel, for his murder, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they could find some nice uh, squirrel roadkill and just, you know, do a transplant. That would be nice. That would be very yeah, nice. Some other squirrel's going to come and throw paint on him. <laughs> Meat is murdered. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Chinese. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do really good transitions and sometimes I just, you know... Say fuck it and say speaking of the Chinese. Uh, since nineteen since the nineteen fifties, China has battled with the invading Gobi Desert or the Yellow Dragon uh, from the north. See, to me, that sounds racist. That's that, what they call it. That's what I know, they said. That's what they call it. But that sounds like a very racist thing that we would make up that they would call it. Oh, desert, absolutely. It? And then then Mickey Rooney would play it. Right. <laughs> right. So in an attempt probably, to, it's probably up there yelling Misko Rightry. <laughs> in an attempt to halt the Yellow Dragon's advancement and probably a little bit to keep Mickey Rooney out too. The, Indeed. The Chinese Isn't government he dead? I believe so. Okay. The Chinese government began planting a great green wall of trees in nineteen seventy eight. That was forty three years ago. Holy nuts. I know, right? Uh, Decades later and billions of trees later, the project has been proclaimed a success by the Chinese government. What? The Chinese government had a successful thing. You know, the Chinese government also said that uh, COVID didn't start in China. So, you know. Right. Oh, you mean the China virus? Look, okay, it started in China. All right. Mickey Rooney told me. The Wuhan It's the Kung Flu. Okay. (laughs) I named it myself. So, the um, planting trees... Is I don't think ever about like who would ever think oh these planted trees have ruined the environment yeah. right well, I know. maybe like invasive species of trees maybe that has a thing so by 2050 the project's end date a hundred billion uh-huh. trees will have been planted and one tenth one hundred billion yeah that's almost that's one tree lot. per person in China that's less than the amount of money that Jeff Bezos has that's true and one tenth of the country dedicated towards tree growth. So critical evaluation of the results so far have proven difficult, mostly uh, because most of the statistics and figures have come from the same forestry department responsible for planting the trees. So, of course, course. they're going to say it's working well. Yeah. So here's what was happening. And what was happening there is what happened um, when we had the the Dust Bowl in the – was that the 1930s that happened to us? Yeah, 1930s. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the 50s, China did this. So it was the invading Gobi Desert. Essentially, that was an an invading desert. yeah, it was like gaining land. Exactly. Basically. And what had happened was, is we had ter- torn down all the trees and planted a bunch of farmland. Um, and mm-hmm. that's what happened there, there too, in China. Um, and so I never really thought about why there's always like a wall of trees around like every farm field. But mm-hmm. I guess that has to be it. 
So it's a windbreak, have, actually. We yeah, we don't have another dust bowl. And so the windbreak yeah. is what prevents all the um, the soil from being eroded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, is neat and also scary. Like, if the farmers just stopped doing that, we would just be in another dust bowl again. Indeed. Yeah. Well... According to China's State Forestry Administration, deserts continue to expand. Uh, the desert continued to expand from 1994 to 1999. But between 1999 and 2014, the desert reportedly shrank. Oh, no. Who? But who's there to stick up for the desert's needs? What would deserts do? Uh, is the question. Fool you with uh, like a nice oasis and then murder you in its depths. <laughs> and then laugh about it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think there was a friggin', you know, pool here and there wasn't. <laughs> a desert would laugh like. <laughs> yeah, the very, desert's very definitely a boomer. Very dry, yes. So by 2017, giant, uh, China's deserts were shrinking by more than 2,400 square kilometers per year and also reportedly decreased sandstorm occurrence by 20% in recent years. That's pretty good. You know, that. Uh, um, like, uh, the city of Phoenix gets sandstorm still. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen pictures of kind of scary looking. Who would live there? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I guess like the snowstorms are, are kind of crazy, but like, no, they just like, oh, fucking well, dust. they're sitting there dust. in their office or whatever. Not fucking dust. No. Um, they're sitting in their office, whatever, like, oh, another sandstorm's come. What do they call it? Uh, uh, it's it there has a name, a baloob or something. Haboob. Habib. <laughs> no, it's a haboob. That's right. A haboob? Yeah, a haboob. Um, oh, okay. They're just like, oh, I've got to go home. Sandstorm's coming. It's nuts to me. And yeah, then, that's the thing you see on like a sci-fi movie. Fucking scorpions and tarantulas and shit. No one needs to live there. Anyway. Yeah, they're flying through the air because it's friggin', you know, sandstorms. <laughs> tarantulas flying through the air in a, in a sandstorm, yeah. Yep, yep, that's nice. what happens. Uh, though these statistics should be taken with a pinch of salt, oh. uh, some independent researchers have produced findings which align to the claim. So while it's, you know, a little questionable, there are some people who are saying, yeah, you know, we're finding the same thing actually. So yeah. Pinch of salt. Didn't they mean pinch of MSG? Let's be honest. Uh, Nope. No MSG. No MSG. Ready 15 minutes. So despite these reported successes, the project also mm-hmm. has received criticism. Oh, no. Ooh. Primarily that the project has either focused too much on fast results and or has lacked sufficient subtlety. <laughs> No, the, the billions of trees that you planted are not subtle enough. Yeah. Well, one criticism, one criticism is mm. uh, that the project concentrates too heavily on planting trees, but then neglects them once they're planted. Okay. Are they dying? Like, what? what is the neglect I mean, part? It's, it sounds like yes. So neglecting a forest just sounds like letting a forest be a forest. You know well, what I'm I saying? guess part of the problem, too, is that they don't really... Pay attention to what like sh- what kind of trees are native to that area. Oh, okay. And they're well, just like, well, we're 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 fucking building or growing redwoods. Right. Right. That, that's the that's the seeds we got in this uh, variety pack. So that's what we're getting here. <laughs> that's what that's how we got those mystery seeds delivered to us a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's to, what it was. They were just... supposed to stay inside China, but they got mailed out. Yeah, they're like, oh man, we we're supposed to plant these up near the Gobi Desert. No, nope. God damn it. God damn. Go. Gobi, damn it. Dad, go be fucking damn it. Wonderful. All right. Speaking of well, dead Speaking people. of Microsoft. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. 
<laughs> Microsoft has filed a patent that would allow the company to digitally revive deceased loved ones as Ooh. chatbots. Ugh. Using the individual's personal information. I believe they got this from an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> they did, if you look at the very bottom point. Oh, yeah. Literally an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> Crazy. Yes. Uh, so the tech giant has raised the possibility of creating an AI-based on chatbot AI-based chatbot that would be built upon the profile of a person, which includes their image, uh, sorry, their images, voice data, social media posts, electronic messages, among other types of personal information. Okay, so for me, this would be okay. So when we got uh, one of our dogs, uh, when we mm-hmm. got Eva. Mm-hmm. She had so she had been returned a couple of times already, like to the. Ooh, we had a dog like that too. It yeah. didn't go well. No. So, I mean, she's been a great dog. She just had some house pottying problems, but I think she just needed to pee more than than uh, we were letting Expected. her out. Exactly, yeah. So I, she's probably just had a small bladder or whatever. Anyway, but um, we were going to adopt her, and we were filling out the paperwork when some other family came, and we're also going to adopt her. But Ooh. they were going to adopt her because they, she looked exactly like their former dog who had died. Uh. No, I, that can't be healthy for anyone. Including the yeah, dog. probably not. So this, I mean, would... no, I I had a cat that I really cared for, and I've refused to get another cat like that cat. Really? Yeah. So Norbert. Yes. Okay. Indeed. She was something else. <laughs> she was, but she definitely was my cat. Like she yeah. would come and lay right on my right on my like chest as I watched television, uh, and like she was always with me, yeah. and uh, she died. Uh, tragically early yeah. due to some medical complications. Right. Uh, but I've always been like, no, I don't want another cat. Like, no, because at can't least not yet. Her. Right. Yeah. No, no. Like nothing will be the same. Right. So this is the and, problem. And no other cat like, like there are other cats like of her breed, I guess I'll say. Um, but they don't look like her. Right. And so it's not going to be the same. And I'm just like, nah. Yeah. yeah. Blech. So Blech. the problem is. I do with... have. Sorry, we're just talking at the same time. <laughs> I know. It's that small I was delay just gonna I say, keep talking about. It, it, uh, exactly. Well, so I do have our current cat looks very much like a cat I had back like 20 years ago. And how's that going? Uh, it's fine. They're different. I mean, so the cat I had, we didn't have him long before he got hit by a car. Oh. Um, and... <sighs> Actually, so here's the problem. I'm getting so fucking old. I can't exactly remember the timeline of how long I, I had him before I moved out of that house. That's a real shame. So either way, our current cat, complete dick. So there you have As it. As cats will do. A, a good story that led to nothing. Oh, nice. Gosh. Are we ready to, for me to finish the one thing I kept saying? Yes, please finish. <laughs> so, and I don't blame you for that. It's the, it's the transmission delay. So this is not... Obviously, it's not going to harm the person that is dead. And I wonder, like, if I had a family member that died, would I be okay with Microsoft just, like, creating them again? And, like, like sending me ads, like, hey, do you, do you want to talk to your dead grandpa again? Here he is. Ugh. Ugh. It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be like, the same. I wouldn't no. like it at all. Yeah, like, you can, you can do whatever you want, but, like, we know it's not real. Like, we know this is not really the thing. Right. So. I mean, uh, but at the same, so I'm speaking from a position where I understand that and whatever. And I know there's other people in the world who like 
don't process loss the same way. Right. And like, I feel like they would really want this kind of thing. Like I, Me like too. in my yeah. mind, I can think of a few people who would be like, if they could get their dead relative back, even in this kind of form, like it would make them feel better. Anything to get them back. Right. And that, that yeah. is, that yeah. cannot be healthy for, no, I don't think. And that's the thing, like the, <sighs> thinking of the people yeah. I'm thinking of, like, I don't think it would be a healthy situation because I don't think they've health in a healthy way dealt with the loss. Yeah. So here's, so before they do anything like this, what I need is I need access to like a chat bot that actually does the things that they say this will do. So this next one, um, it's understood the chat bot would then be able to simulate human conversation through voice commands and or text chats. I need to see that working well first before I'll put any money. Cause if it's Microsoft, they're going to charge for it. Right. So before oh, I put any money into this, like it's gonna would... be part of your 365 uh, subscription, <laughs> right? Forty four ninety five, and you can talk to your dead grandma. But she sounds weird because <laughs> they have deep fakes. Well, right? they haven't, and they haven't perfected the whole racist that your grandma is. Right. They don't know the details of her flushing things down the toilet. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So they just can't quite get that lifelike. Uh, you know, conversation of, oh, I had a plunge because I, you know, threw some casserole down the toilet and it clogged it up. <laughs> this might just be my grandma. The casserole was too thick. Who is still alive. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's so that's the thing, like with knowing someone and caring about someone is is you you really need those like that is not information that Michael. Well, they do now that we recorded the podcast, but. And put it online, but that's not information that Microsoft would have about your grandma, right? So, yeah. It's, well, that's it's, the thing too. Like, like my grandma, she's not on social media. So, what if they they wouldn't be able to create her? Like, there's no source material. So, this is like this is going to be for our fucking kids, right? Well, and talking about the past with people and talking about common um, common things that you know about is is critical. And like, oh, remember? Oh, absolutely. Remember that one time? Blah blah blah. So, yeah, it's like a, it. it it's being able to discuss a shared experience with someone else and to kind of like, you know, reminisce on that. Yeah. And it, you know, you, you won't really be able to recreate that. Right. It's my thought. It's all my this, thought on it. All, I don't know if you guys can hear all this. Um, a lot of rustling. Happen, rustling in the background. It's my dog trying to find a better spot to lay right where she was just laying. Uh, maybe she'd like to lay right on the mic. <laughs> that, that might would, be. That would probably be her preference. So, uh, uh, here's the thing. Can they do a, an AI of my dog? An AI of your, what? My dog. You know, my, my oh, dead dog. Your dead dog. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, bark at everything that moves. Well, and this is kind of like, if you, uh, think about the holodeck, like, the, like they could create people based off of pro, uh, personality profile on the holodeck on Star Trek. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. kind of things would you have in your personality profile? It's probably the same shit that Facebook and Google has on your like ad history to serve so, ads, you know. So if you have a situation where, you know, maybe my family member isn't dead, but they just suck. Uh, can I like make can I make a a parent that doesn't suck? If you're asking if you can create a new dad, uh, the answer is probably yes. And will mm-hmm. he be better than the last well, one? Couldn't get much worse. Well, or will he also, will my AI dad also, like, leave for milk and not come back? <laughs> oh, no. AI dad is Is he going to be like, BRB, going to go get some milk and cigarettes? Right. And, Even uh... AI dad leaves me on red. It's shitty. <laughs> it's shitty. 
So, like I said, this entire concept isn't too dissimilar to the plot of the Black Mirror episode, Be Right Back, which tells a simple but effective story about the grief of losing a loved one. Uh, in the episode, Haley Atwell, uh, who played uh, Agent Carter, fantastic oh, yeah. show, uh, and Domino Gleason. Uh, son of Brendan Gleeson, uh, stars Martha and Ash. And after Ash is killed in a car accident, Martha learns of a technology that can imitate a deceased person based on their online history. On all of these, um, all of these sci-fi movies and TV shows where like they get um, like it's, they form a relationship with a, um, a fake person online. Right. Uh huh. Um, or an AI person online, it always starts off very simple and gets more and more complex. It always starts off with, hi. Like, you get a text from, you know, his number that just says, hi, or hey. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And it builds, and the music's crazy, and you see him typing, hi, who is this? And, you know, oh, it's it's Ash, whatever. I don't know. So I haven't seen a lot of uh, Black Mirror, but there is this one episode that I did see where... They basically had like they could, they could uh, everything you see basically records in your memory, and so you can like relive these memories. And yeah. it's this guy who like broke up with his girlfriend, uh, and then like regrets it, and basically just lives in this purgatory of reliving the memories of uh, this relationship that's mm-hmm. over, and how like just destructive that was. So, <laughs> I'm so, it's a good show. It's I'm a somebody, good show. Who I love new technology. Well, maybe not anymore, <laughs> but in general, I love new technology. I like new things. Um, so that show, like, I can't. I've watched a few episodes. It's good, but it's just like, okay, I get it. Technology's bad. I get it. Right. I love a good like iRobot. You know. Uh huh. But I don't know that it's saying that technology is bad. It's just that it can be used in a way that's not healthy. Right. Well, what I'm saying is, like, um, so this this episode where the person, like, recreate essentially recreates her ex boyfriend or whatever um, after a car accident. He comes back in like he's a whole he's a whole person eventually in the episode. Mm. Spoiler alert! But like that would I wouldn't do it, but I can see where that might help some people if it was done right. So I mean, if they want to do it, fine with them. I don't care. But it would be so cool to create an AI person. Like it just seems so cool to me that I would. Like I the hate. Sims? To, yeah, I just hate to see the downside to it. You know, and they're always like, you know, forty-four minutes. There's a downside always. I feel like uh, it could be something that could be useful to people who, you know, we were just making jokes about like you know the dad that disappears kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, people who never get closure in a relationship, being able to like create an AI and say everything that they want to say to that person. Uh, someone with Alzheimer's whose child can't always be there, create someone who is a familiar face to them so that they feel comfortable that yeah, can also yeah. just help them do things, you know, not that we should just put our, <laughs> our grandparents in a home and just, you know, Never come see them. No, I'm not going to come visit. Here, just take my AI person. I don't know. I got to work. (laughs) I got to go skiing this weekend. My AI visit grandma every day, okay? (laughs) Right. Like, why you give me a hard time? When was the last time your AI went and visited grandma, okay? It's been a long time. She doesn't remember anyway. (laughs) My my grandma, in her last couple years, would say stuff like, oh, no one comes to visit me anymore. My dad would argue with her. Mama was just here last week. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Terry was just here yesterday. 
<laughs> Terry's hurt. My uncle. My uncle. Whatever. Anyway, Jason. Holy shit. Yeah. We've been going on. This is what happens when we record on a Friday because we ain't got shit else to do, right? Well, That's true. There's, no, there's nowhere to be. Don't got to work tomorrow. Right. All you were trying to do was spend time with your family, and I took you away from it. So whatever. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is COVID. We spend all the time together. Oh, right. too, a little too much time together, perhaps? No, no, no. Oh. I, I'm very, actually, I'm very grateful for the time that I've gotten to spend with my family uh, in ways that, you know, most people never get to spend. I think when we go back out, when it's going to, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss this time we got to spend at home. You I had, mean, I'm already not at home anymore, and I right. definitely miss it. So, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, I would much yeah. rather be working from home and be able to eat lunch with my family mm-hmm. uh, every day and not have to worry about, you know, an hour a day commuting. Well, that's why you got to send your AI robot to school for you. I, I should. I should. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be much different. And it's just so. you at home, like, <laughs> in it, like a, Contro- a VR headset and like a little controller. Yeah. That, that's, that's totally fine. I'm totally, I'm totally for that. Right. Hey, and then all the students can send their VR, uh, Avatars to school. It'll just be uh, bur- a bunch of Bernie Sanders is sitting at their desks, <laughs> the mittens, <laughs> so Jason, not answering we... questions. Yeah, or like um, you know they'll they'll log out, but then like the, whatever's left of the AI robot will just like collapse on the floor because the kids have logged out. It's just like a I have so automaton. many students who like clearly they 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 log into the meets on Google Meets mm-hmm. and then they just walk away. And I get to the end of the meet, and there's like seven of them still here. And I'm like, all right, we're done. You can leave. And they're like, I don't know, they're like playing games or something. They're not even at their computer. So I have to like go and kick them all off. Oh, jeez. That, oh, so that's... I can end the meet and go home. You got you to gotta learn that there are consequences with stuff like that, man. I so I've, I mean I've been on like conference calls right where I'm in on the conference call I have the headset in my ear but I'm just I'm I distracted and I'm doing other stuff on my computer I'm still working but then someone says hey Jeff what do you think about that and I'm like uh oh, I'm sorry I was multitasking what were you saying <laughs> I mean here's the thing I say their name and they don't even respond right well that's what I'm like, saying they're like, not even there there had so there are consequences of like if if I'm constantly like off in La La Land or whatever, or doing something else during conference calls, then I'll get in trouble at work for it. That's the thing. Like, for my students, they don't get in trouble that's for failing. That's what I'm saying. They should get in trouble. Or, or like at least their, fail. Their parents, I mean, they do fail, oh, okay. but nobody gives a shit. Hmm. They're just like, oh, who cares? So they, they're not learning anything. Well, that's a shame. But what did we learn on our podcast today? Uh, we learned that grandma may become a dead... A uh, dead bot. Oh. A dead bot. Creepy. That's what we'll call them. Dead bots. We also learned that there's oh. a great green wall in China, and um, it's probably not for the best. Uh, we learned that doctors want to put a bone in you, but it's not what mm. you think. Uh, we also learned that Bernie's mittens make money for charity. Hooray! Uh, and finally, we learned that uh, people didn't pay attention to what stock exchange, and so they bought like 12 cent shares of uh, some mining company in Australia, and they're like, Croggy! Right. More companies worth more than another has been, eh? Hey? That's not a stock. This is a stock. <laughs> Look, Crocodile Dundee reference there. I like it. I like it. And this hour has been an hour and 23 minutes. Ooh. Okay. I looked okay. it up. 
It is actually oh, it is actually a, a haboob. I was correct. Oh, I'm so we won't have to uh, make a haboob correction. <laughs> no, we will not have make have to make that haboob connection. So a haboob is an intense dust storm carried on in, in atmospheric gravity currents, also known as a weather front. Oh, I thought it was a haboob where you could plug lots of other boobs into it. No, that's a boob hub. Oh, boob hub. Yeah, oh, my yeah. mistake. So they're unexpected and unpredictable and can sweep across Arizona's desert landscape at any time. So I was right. So I, I did a, um, a search, and I wanted to see a, what a video. And it's I, one of the second thing that comes up is full evolution of mega haboob in southern Arizona. A mega haboob. Yes, not just a regular haboob. A double D haboob. It, yeah, it's the double D of haboobs. Exactly. It's the Pamela Anderson of haboobs. Yeah. You know that, that uh, mega haboobs really cause a lot of um, uh, problems later in life in the, um, what do you call it, the infrastructure, like the backbone of the of the city. It's That's true. Thing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, I mean, it's, it's, a rough, it's a rough kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, some people really milk it, but... Uh, can just, be can be a real strain. Just don't get caught in the areola of the haboob because that's um, that's really the problem part. Yeah, you want to be out of the area, uh, right? Or you know, because that could be a very stiff. Somewhere. That could be a very st- stiff part of the, depending on the temperature, a very stiff part of the uh, of the haboob. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It, you know, you know, some people perk up at that, but you know, not me. I just sag. No, you. You want to pay attention to this so you can nip it in the haboob. (laughs) Good night, everybody.